Hey, welcome back to the Breaking Bad Insider Podcast. My name is Kelly Dixon. I'm one of the editors on the new hit show Breaking Bad on the AMC Network, and I'm here today uh, with my executive producer Vince Gilligan. Hello. And I'm also here. We're really lucky to have uh, a good guest today. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we're, please. We're really lucky uh, to have uh, Aaron Paul, who plays Jesse on our show here. Hi, how you doing? Aaron in the house. Aaron in the house. Yeah. Into his house. <laughs> His house, <laughs> and uh, and we're here today to uh, discuss episode number two hundred four, which is called Down, mm, Down, Down, <laughs> Down, Down, Down. So thanks for coming in, you guys. Yeah, yeah. You're this welcome. is like uh, Aaron. You know, we were talking right before we started this, and you were saying, "Oh my God, Jesse's worst day, <laughs> worst day ever, worst day, actually what, ever, almost worst two days because this actually goes over a, a night." Yeah, yeah. Really you got to spend the night. Yeah, in the yeah. He spends the night in the trailer mask. with the gas mask yeah, on, covered yeah. in blue liquid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I remember. I remember at one point. I think um, I texted you. You were you were still working back in Albuquerque. It must have been like I don't know October or something. Anyway, uh, I remember texting you and saying, "Why are you blue?" <laughs> you know? And then you called me up and you know, we oh yeah, no, I remember that. Chat. It was like really funny. And that Even blue people. stained my hands for I could not scrub it off. Seriously? Yeah. Yeah, in I, real life. I literally, yeah, and, and we tried all these well, different... What was it? What was it? I have no idea. I'm told it was only slightly carcinogenic. <laughs> I wanted a certain color blue. It, it wasn't the healthiest, perhaps. It would not come but, off. you know, we need what we need for the art. It's for the art. <laughs> Well, you know what? I, we definitely should get to that scene. That is so pivotal. It was a lot of fun to cut. I'm sure it was so much fun for you to air and to shoot. Oh yeah, the the porta potty scene. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was brilliant. But uh, <laughs> but we should start at the beginning because yeah. um, uh, this is really, really, really throwing a lot of people for a loop. I read some of the boards uh, on the internet, and people are going crazy about this bear in the pool. And this is the second time that we see the pink bear and you know it's just as cryptic and honestly this little sequence is much shorter than the other one and you know vince what can you offer us is there anything more you can tell us about uh about this opening uh, <laughs> the answer to the first part is no <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, you got to keep watching. Keep watching. It's, uh, that's it's called a teaser for a good reason. Yeah, I mean, I, I would like to know what is happening, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> keep watching. Bear in the pool. So I guess uh, basically that's our whole teaser is, you know, uh, this bear uh, is in the pool and well, then seems it gets to fished be, out. seems it, to be a little uh, continuation of yeah, the, of the it, first it, time we saw it. It gets fished out of the pool and drips uh, all on the side of the pool and then gets put in an evidence bag. Yeah, and by, by a, a guy in a big mystery uh, man, mystery man in a, in a in biohazard suit. Yeah, uh-huh, yeah, and there's some other items there. And, yeah, yeah, along the pool, evidence bags. Yeah, so jeez, you know, you know as much as we do. <laughs> so anyway, right after our awesome, awesome uh, main title sequence, we meet up with Jesse and Walt at the Zippy Mart. I, I can't remember what you actually called it in the script, but I always yeah, refer. Convenience store. I always refer to Just those things as Zippy, Zippy Mart. Hey, and that was the first time. Uh, you know, if you watched our show last season, you saw Jesse's motorcycle in his garage. But this is the first time we ever saw you riding this. Oh, you yeah. Know, when I was editing yeah. it, too, people were asking me, are you really riding the motorcycle? And I said, as, well, as far as I can tell. That's... Yeah, that was you, right? Yeah, that that was me. I mean, I wasn't doing it, you know, very gracefully. You're but a man of action. <laughs> I am a man of action. I was taking that beast down. Um, but, yeah, that was me riding that bike. And uh, you don't have to wear a helmet. In the state of New Mexico. Oh, really? There, there is know, no helmet law. It however, never even occurred to me about that. Well, uh, yeah. however, I, I uh, you know, I wouldn't want any of my actors 
uh, I mean, I we I don't think we even I, we just definitely wanted you wearing a helmet. Yeah. You but were you, wearing a helmet, no, right? No, I, no I wasn't. Helmet. You put me in harm's way. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. I'm sitting here acting yeah. all holier than thou. You weren't wearing a helmet? I, I, no. Uh, never mind. Everything I just said. <laughs> I, I wouldn't want any of my actors to be but, in but harm's granted, way. But granted, you certainly didn't have to, to ride far, Aaron, correctly. I, I only made you head two daiquiris. I think I, was, I wasn't wearing a helmet, was I? No, I no, no helmet. No, it's sure? just a hat. I'm positive. All right. <laughs> You acted like you cut this thing or something. I did yeah. cut this. Yeah, this is your first one. Know. This is my first one this season. Jesus, that's embarrassing. Pop his ass. I would never put one of my <laughs> actors in. No, nope, he's got one of his signature hats on. A German on, Shepherd it. bit him in the testicles. <laughs> but the one thing that we do, uh, we get a little tiny glimpse of, which is actually kind of a little fun uh, throwback, is a little tiny glimpse of that bike lock. Yeah, yeah. The infamous bike lock. Is that the same one? It's got to be the same one. Yeah, it, it, it was the same yeah, one. Yeah, I guess yeah. it is. Yeah, it's got to be the same one. The same one. <laughs> yeah, so, so when you get mad when the bike gets stolen and you throw it down in disgust and wander off, you've left a murder weapon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> place to yeah, yeah. I didn't exactly. think about that. Wow, I, didn't, I didn't think about that either until just a second. Uh-oh. It's probably got oh, clues no. on it. CSI shit. Spoilers. Yeah. Oh, but uh, so you meet up, and, and this this episode was directed by John Dahl, um, and it was the great written, John Dahl, a wonderful uh, motion picture director. Uh, some of my favorite movies: uh, Red the Last Rock, Seduction, Last Seduction, great movie, Red Rock West. Wow, a lot of, a lot of good stuff. He's a really sweet guy. Too. Really, really nice man to work with. Um, Very he came tall. in and, and worked uh, with me for uh, about two two three days. There, he's allowed four days, but uh, it was in such great shape. That yeah, uh, that no. he only worked for about I think I think it was two and a half days. Right. Uh, I think he left on third day. He's very good. John Dahl, uh, I love how he shot this in the Zippy Mart, um, where you know you've got this clandestine scene with our two characters and they're talking, you know, whispering over <laughs> the shelf. You know, where's my money? Why do I owe you this money? You know, yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. It was great, and and I love the angles that he got and yeah. stuff like that. It was really fun. Um, then we have this this scene that you guys wrote. Uh, we're actually, I'm sorry, the the episode was written by Sam Catlin. Yeah, 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 yeah. We got to talk about the writer Sam um, Catlin, who unfortunately couldn't be here, but uh, uh, is a very good writer, new writer to us this season, and um, uh, yeah, did a real good job. We have this great scene where Walt is trying to explain the cell phone situation because uh, uh, the last thing that happened in, in episode two or three was Skyler asks uh, Walt, "Do you have a second cell phone?" Yes. and then they go to bed. In the, pre, in the end of the previous episode. In the end episode, of uh, yeah. the, end the previous Peter episode. Gould's episode, the previous one, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. so uh, oh, she's, he's having to come up with this lie, and we get this great uh, shot of Skyler listening to this story that he's trying to spin. Yeah, and realizing he's just talking too much about it, and just something was rubbing her wrong about it. <laughs> oh, you know, I think I figured out what it was. When you think you heard a cell phone, it was really the... Uh, my alarm that I used to take tell me when to take my pills. <laughs> yeah. And she's just, you know, she's smarter than that. And she's she, just had she it. She books. Just out the door. She yeah. books. Yeah, that was Doesn't very, say that was well a done. word to him. Yeah. Uh, and that's pretty much the theme of Skylar uh, till the end of the episode. Yeah, almost. she's going to give him the the uh, the cold treatment that he's kind of been giving her. And it her. is messing with his head yeah. like crazy. Major League. But uh, let's talk about Jesse. Absolutely, because the next thing we have is uh, the scene in the lawyer's office where Jesse is being kicked out of his house. Oh, that was a good scene. 
devastating. Yeah, we got we got Tess Harper who Tess plays Harper, Jess's the mom. Great Tess Harper. She's and then a, uh, and, and who Michael, plays your dad? Michael Boffshever, wonderful actor. What's it like, um, Aaron? You know, I mean, you've worked with some really great people, but um, Tess Harper played your mother last year. And yeah, I mean, when I've you know, it was, it was she's a little got bit... a statue, doesn't she? I don't. I know she was nominated. I know she was yeah, nominated. Yeah, but uh, for, she's awesome. Yeah, it was a great she's actress. Incredible. Ten, tender just, mercies. Such a huge fan of hers. Um, so it was a little intimidating, and you know, all she knew really about the show was obviously uh, is brilliantly written. So that's probably you know that's why she signed you know jumped on board. But um, I, I I know like at, at lunch um, with uh, with Tess and Michael, I I'm like hey, and I had the actual the pilot, and I'm like would you guys like to check out the pilot and they, oh they hadn't seen it they hadn't seen it no oh. I'm sorry you're talking back in episode 3 of last year right yeah 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 last okay, year yeah, 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 yeah. they had seen sorry, it since sorry. then yeah yeah when, when she first came on board right, when I right. first started working with her um, and they I, I showed it to them during lunch and they were so amazed they are just like wait this is what we're, we're working on wow right they were nice. so so amped and it was just so nice to you know see Tess you know huge <laughs> fan of hers and she's like this is really good. This is really good, and so it, it was great. So I love. I, yeah, and we have so many great, um, you know, surprise little guest stars that come on this this next season as well. So I want to see your brother, your kid brother again. Yeah, yeah I got to bring him back. You know, we got yeah. He's a good. Great. He works all the time. He's kid. a fine young actor. Yeah, I remember yeah. when I when I saw him. I think like the next week after we worked with him, I think I saw him in that 310 to Yuma or something. Yeah, right. yeah. And that was shot also out in New Mexico. Yeah, He's a local hire in yeah. New Mexico. You know what, I want to bring this up though because Vince, uh, Jesse's mom comes in and uh, and wakes him up and tells him to get the hell out of the house and, you know, leave his keys. But in, uh, in the very beginning of that episode we have a, a little photograph of uh, Aaron with... Yes, uh, I'm glad you bring that up. Yeah, uh, John Dahl, uh, the director, had, had various shots of the room sort of because this is the first time we've ever seen Jesse's bedroom, right? And, uh, and it doesn't of, really look like Jesse's bedroom; it looks like his aunt's bedroom. Well, good point. Kind of, good point. You know, Jesse's house. He lives in a nice. Oh, house. Oh yeah, we got to talk about the fact that we lost Jesse's house. We literally lost Jesse's house. We haven't yet. Yes. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah, this is we got to move him out. Yeah, there was a he, reason that we moved because uh, he does out. move out in this episode. Yes. Yeah, but he could always move back. Well, here's the thing. Yeah, yeah, this is a good story to tell. I'm glad you brought that up because I was going to... Spoiler. <laughs> Spoiler alert. The parents could let him come back in. Yeah. Well, that's true. exist, man. Yeah, but he's saying you're spoiling. How did, how did yeah, they know? spoil it for our, our lovely yeah, viewers. Oh, okay, sorry. Well, no, but, you know, here's the thing. It's funny how TV shows work in that, uh, you know, you think some people viewing might think well everything's planned out from the get go but uh, certain you know realities emerge in this case the house that Jesse lives in the house that we established way back when in the pilot right yeah, ever the since pilot. the pilot and all yeah yeah it's in the pilot comes and yeah. finds me and I'm covering up the car yeah 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 Jesse's aunt's house who he uh, has lived in ever since she passed away that she sort of bequeathed to him we Ran into the situation very early in season two here that the owners of in real life of the actual house uh, put it up for sale and the next door neighbors bought it and just started ripping the roof off and remodeling it and 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 by the way absolutely they're right you know they own the place we don't have a contract on it or anything and suddenly we're like whoa 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 whoa, whoa what do we do now so uh, you know a little peek behind the curtain here is that uh, I don't know that we would have had Jesse move out of his house. Story-wise, 
get kicked out of his house in this episode by his mom and dad, if not for the fact that uh, we knew this was, we, we had one more day, literally one more day we could shoot in Jesse's house. And this episode was it. Actually, no, there was a scene in episode 203 that we shot. We knew, this is all very confusing, and I don't need to go into great detail here, but the very first scene, the very first shot of, of season two was not Brian's episode 201. It was Terry McDonough shot one day of, uh, remember it was you and Matt Jones playing right. Badger in yes. that Gold Fiero that he drives, and you're parked across the street where the cops are knocking, and Badger says, yo, man, what'd you do, rob a bank? And <laughs> that was the very first thing we shot. We had to shoot it grotesquely out of order, this thing, because because that was the last or the second to last day we'd ever be allowed to shoot in this uh, in this house. That's just a funny side story. But the uh, what I'm very proud of, or I'm happy about to have in uh, Jesse's bedroom is there's uh, we linger on different elements of Jesse's life, and we see a photo of Jesse with his aunt Jenny, and that's a photo of my aunt Jenny, uh, Jenny Lambert. Who uh, it's a little tribute to her because she was married to my uncle Gary. Uh, Gary Lambert back in Virginia, and uh, she she passed away from lung cancer uh, last year, and um, it's just uh, you know we're very goes without saying we're very sorry to lose her, and she, we lost her too early. But it was a nice tribute uh, that I wanted. I mean, I wanted it was just nice, just nice to be able to put her in the show. Did she get to see the pilot friends? Uh She uh, I I don't think she. Jesus, I, it was very. She was very ill about the time we were shooting the pilot. Uh, I don't think she got to see it, unfortunately. Oh. Uh, but uh, at any rate, it was um, uh, anyway. But it was. It's great what Photoshop can do because obviously Aaron never met her, but we, uh, our art department, did a nice job photoshopping uh, an old photo of her together with him. And uh, anyway, it was a nice little bit. So. But, uh, yeah, so that scene uh, when uh, Tess uh, Harper slaps you across the face. Did she really slap you? She did, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. How many times? Uh, <laughs> well, actually, a, a lot of the slaps are kind of, you know, false. But, uh, you know, there's definitely some takes. I'm like, just, just you know, just, just go for it. What do you do? Just, like uh, a false slap. You mean like you, where she doesn't touch at all or where she yeah, lets her where, fingers uh, go kind of loose? And... No, where, uh, you know, I, I just kind of time it where I kind of move my face. Gotcha. At the same time. And they might just add like a little yeah a little in, sound effect yeah, yeah, yeah in post but um there's definitely a couple couple times the one that's in the show i think it she looks like you. looks like she's nailing you she, yeah. she slapped yeah. you on that one yeah it definitely might have been the... <laughs> you guys are great together i mean yeah. really really this seat this episode is i mean aaron you know i just uh you know he's tired of hearing it but aaron is like so good Brian is so good. Anna, Dean, Betsy, R.J. Mitty, we're we're so lucky. I think we got the best cast on TV. I'm biased, of course. I'm going to say that, but but I actually think it's true. And you two together, you and Brian together, like gold. You know, I love you guys. <laughs> Brian's together. genius, man. Yeah, you guys together, man. <laughs> yeah. But this is this episode really is uh, Jesse's gradual descent. You know, and know. he's homeless. He's kicked out of his house. A lot of very tough love administered by his mom and dad. And you don't you don't hate them for quite the opposite. They're right to do it. I mean, that's the thing I like about this episode, amongst many other things. That Sam did a real good job writing it. John did a great job directing it. And and because of you guys and the way you act it, it's like I'm with Jesse. I feel sorry for Jesse. I don't want to see him kicked out of his home. I don't want to see him abused and and neglected and whatever. But it's not like I feel like his parents are evil or anything. They're not doing. I. I 
what else do you do in that kind of scenario? It's weird. Yeah. You feel bad for the kid. He's the hero. He's he's our protagonist, if not our hero, in this episode. And and yet uh, his parents are you know I don't fault them for what they do. He's a drug dealer. Yeah, he's got a meth lab in his basement. <laughs> They could get their whole house seized for it. Why did you do that? That's terrible. Oh, I know. You are, oh, you are Willy know. Wonka, man. Yeah. Uh, you know, I just don't want to be remiss in, in this part, though, Vince. Uh, you guys came up with a new name for Junior, for Walter Junior. Oh, I just yeah. don't want to pass that over because this is the first time that, yeah, that we learned that basically Walter Junior has kind of you know gone out on his own and decided that he wants a new name. What, yeah. Where did that come from? I just it was kind of odd and random thought that we had. I don't remember whose idea it was in the writer's room. So often in the writer's room, ideas are just sort of free form and you, you forget who said what. But, uh, you know, I'm a junior. My dad's name is George Vincent Gilligan and I'm George V. Gilligan Jr., and growing up, I don't even remember when it started. I was too young to even remember, but uh, everyone called me Vince to differentiate me from George. And, uh, you know, I think at a certain point, no matter how much you love your dad, uh, it's uh, just natural that you want to create your own identity. And I think uh, it's not any kind of a signal or a sign that uh, Walter Jr. doesn't love his dad or doesn't respect him or anything, uh, but maybe he just wants his own, you know, in, in, create his own identity a little more so he's starting to go by flynn why flynn i don't know it's just a fun name <laughs> well i love this actor that you know plays lewis he just has this very nonchalant way of like uh is flynn here um he's your he's, he's so your... good, I, he's good. Never got, yeah. I never got to meet him i didn't either his unfortunately. Name is, what's his name his caleb name is... caleb jones okay yeah because you know what was really funny too was uh i saw him on another show and... he's on friday night Lights. Yeah, he's on friday night yeah, Lights. Yeah. i'm glad that he's working he's that's, a good actor fantastic. he really was we're blessed we get a lot of good actors there's a lot of good folks we i think i was saying in another podcast we uh you know we, we bring folks in from los angeles whenever we can but it's very expensive to do that because you have to fly them in so there's airfare and then there's putting them up in the hotel and there's Paying for rental, their food. And, paying for their food and lodging, putting a rental car, car yeah. insurance, yada, yada, yada. Uh, so we, we do it sparingly. Uh, Sherry Rhodes, our wonderful casting. We have we should talk about casting. We have uh, Sharon Bialy, Sherry Thomas in Los Angeles who do a wonderful job casting our folks out of Los Angeles and New York. And they, they are the ones who found uh, Aaron for us in the first place. Yeah, they brought, yeah. Yeah. Thank God. They brought me in. They, they brought you in, and I remember you had long hair, and I remember looking on your resume that you'd been in an X-Files. Yeah, yeah. And I have to say, and I remember, because my, my good buddy Tom Schnauz, who I went That's to college with, yeah, he wrote oh, that. Oh, I remember that X-Files, too. Yeah, he oh, wrote that, that X-Files. Nasty, nasty Lord of the Flies, X-Files. and my, my buddy and my buddy named Aaron's character in the X-File episode, he, he, he called himself Sky Marshall Winky. Which was like some weird uh, nickname they had for me, my buddies had for me. <laughs> and uh, just what a bunch of losers we were. So anyway. great, but I, that, really, that really kind of... That is going to stick. I'm glad that, that I heard really that one. That really broke the ice. And I had worked okay. with uh, Melissa Bernstein before on a, on a short film called Candy Paint. That's right. She told me, when, when yeah. do I get to see that? Uh, I actually, she gave me a copy after that meeting, and Melissa um, Bernstein is uh, one of our producers here on the show. Yeah. yeah, and so it's just you know it, it's so crazy, like just all the cosmos were were in line. It's a and, small town. Hollywood yeah. is actually it's a small town sometimes. You yeah. can there's less fewer than six degrees of separation a lot of times. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I'm sorry, just to finish that thought, Bialy and Thomas are excellent 
casting folks who cast all of our major characters. Uh, not so much Brian Cranston, because I had him in mind from the beginning, but she, she found all you other folks. And they still cast our folks who we bring in, our major guest stars we bring in from Los Angeles and New York. And then we have uh, Sherry Rhodes, our great casting lady. In uh, she's, she's a character. She's a she is She's like two and a half feet tall and she's got flame red hair. She's as cute as you can be. And she used to be Spielberg's. Uh, she she cast so many movies for Spielberg. No going, way. Honest to God, she was his casting person going back to Sugarland Express. What? Uh, I believe she cast Jaws. I believe. Wow. And uh, Close Encounters. E.T. I don't know. At a certain point, she went off to do other things. I think, but uh, I know Close Encounters because I was like, "Holy crap!" Close really. Close Encounters was amazing. That's a great movie. So anyway, Sherry does a great job casting the local Albuquerque folks, and then her partner. I'm drawing a blank on her partner's name. I've never actually met her. She's full time in Austin, Texas, and she oh. brings in the folks from Texas. And she found uh, Charles Baker for mm-hmm. us, who so plays Skinny Pete. I heard she, that she found that that's where Lewis, the guy. Yeah, yeah. Lewis so from. all Texas. this long-winded thing to say Lewis came because Lewis, I guess, lives in Texas and and shoots Friday Night Lights, which is shot in Texas. I think it's shot in Austin. Yeah. Austin, I and think then. So. And then uh, he came in to help us out and did a, he's very good, very natural. <laughs> well, you know, we should uh, get to where, uh, the, I guess it's like the debut of the song, uh, Jesse's band, Twat Hammer. Yeah. Uh, Hammer. Uh, I guess their biggest hit, Fallacies. Yeah. Uh, it's the first time we actually get to hear some of that. And, you know, you guys were Twat Hammer unplugged. And, and, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. the actor who played Paul. Yes. He did a real good job. He's also from... He's Texas, from right? yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. They found him out of oh, Texas yeah. too. He's on Friday Night Lights too. Oh, is he? He's yeah. a Drew. Yeah. Drew Waters. I love that whole family. Uh, him and his wife uh, Shauna, yeah. uh, and uh, and then little boy Liam, who plays Henry, the little boy. They're they're yeah. like this perfect blonde Anglo-Saxon. Yeah, nuclear family. That little boy just has the most precious face. He is so cute. So and he did such cute. a good job too, because he yeah. has this one look where uh, you know, Aaron, uh, when you look at him and you go, "Huh, uh, I didn't like to eat carrots either," and he just yeah. looks at you. I used to not like carrots, yeah. And and then he <laughs> he takes a bite of his sandwich, right? I mean, you couldn't ask for a better so cute. performance for this little boy, and he just gives you this deadpan look. It's so perfect. I mean, I every know. time I would see it, I would laugh. He just, I love that kid. I and love that scene and the song. Yeah, Sam Cantlin wrote that the, those words that you know came up with fallacies, and and I said, "What the hell?" Does this mean? He says, I don't know, man, but you know, did, something did Jesse com- would have written. Did our composer write the music? Uh, he, yes, Dave Porter, Dave Porter uh, wrote, wrote, wrote uh, put music to the lyrics and uh, <laughs> played a scratch track um, himself. And then you guys ended up doing a full music video of yeah. that song. That's yeah. On, uh, that's on MC's website yeah. uh, under, I guess, webisodes or something. Oh, yeah. man. Well, you know, uh, <laughs> sadly, I. Know. I um, well, we know you had a BMX accident, so you couldn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> he was I, at, he was at wheelie school, and it, something went horribly awry. No, you were uh, you. What you have? You had like uh, pneumonia. Right? I was literally had. I literally had full blown pneumonia. Jesus. Um, I think all my friends like for literally helped me down the steps of my house and um, forced me to go to the the hospital. Mm, yeah. And did X rays and I just in my left lung is 
no good. So, yeah, go but, to the hospital when you have pneumonia. Yeah, that's yeah. But honestly, right when you get on antibiotics, it's amazing how. Yeah. But that's uh, all of that to say. That's why Aaron was not in that uh, music video Aaron, because he was he, he was sick as a dog. Have you actually seen that. the music video, Aaron? I have. Yeah. Okay, because you know we, we did we kind of credited you on the thing. I mean that was I actually cut the music. Oh yeah, video. you said that I directed I, it. You directed. Yeah. yeah. Directed, concepted by. Concepted by. <laughs> that was so good. Funny photography. <laughs> Everything, Jesse Pinkman. Yeah. I love the the. I mean, I love all of them, but Hank's wedding. That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> yes, they're they're definitely talking on the internet about the ivory swallow. Oh yes. my god, the ivory swallow. The name. That's of the it, place. right? Are yeah. you, yes. Are you kidding you know, me with that? That's uh, put my favorite places and what I write about. So, um, no, okay, Aaron, the, you know, the quintessential. Well, one of the quintessential, I guess. Uh, can there be more than one? I guess. Well, one of these big scenes that that you did, you got to tell us all about the toilet. The, uh, the, the toilet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, the infamous toilet. Uh, sadly, that that um, you know, it's, it's it's just you know climbing over the fence. And well, actually, I th- there was some moments where uh, I did climb, but to give the stuntman. Oh no, we saw the stuntman yeah. climb also. Yeah, and, but, but the, I couldn't believe we used a little bit of both. But the uh, the, 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 the barbed yeah. wire. At the top of the fence was not barbed wire. It was, yeah, I learned that later too. Yeah, and the art department like it's it. Lo- I thought it was barbed it wire. Looks, like, it looks what amazing. Are you doing? <laughs> I thought you would know? asked for real barbed wire because you're a method actor. <laughs> I wanted it, but they, you know, uh, there's safety rules and yeah, regulations. Right. Now that stuff did look real. Uh, Dennis Peterson and his crew created that. He showed it to me in his in his shop. And I was like, "Well, we can't use this." He says, "No, grab it." I said, "What?" He said, "Grab hold of it." It was made out of shoelace leather. Uh, tied into barbs and then spray painted silver. It's as simple as that. Yeah. It looks absolutely real. It totally real. looked real, yeah. and I was shocked because yeah. usually insurance usually right. will not let you do these things. I was begging to climb the fence. Honestly, <laughs> I'm like, I've climbed many fences. It's fine. I'm, I'm not. I'm not climbing over uh, over barbed wire, and I'm climbing over to stand on top of something. I'm not jumping down, yeah. so I can do this. But they they want to they want to allow it. I'm trying um, to think of the last fence I ever climbed. I used to be able to do all that stuff. I'm too fat and old now, and I got a bad back. But I remember doing all the climbing chain link. Yeah, I used to be able to do all kinds of stuff. He really isn't like that at all. Uh, yeah, yes I, I am. We do it all the time, him and I. So uh, <laughs> so so you gotta tell us. We roll hobos. Give us give us the blows brick by brick on on this porta potty. Oh man, so I, it's so great, you know. Um, our little stuntman, um, Nathan. Nathan is Nathan. Um, uh, he he took the fall. I mean, he. Yeah, so that's not you actually falling. That's not me falling. No, um, I, but it's I, you getting all the crap on. Yeah, me. <laughs> that's, that's me getting all the crap on me. And so uh, they set up this this rig in the in the porta potty. It took took forever to set it up, but um, so they put me inside, and you know I have to like start banging on the sides of the doors, acting like I'm trying to get out. And while I'm in there, the thing is filling up with this blue liquid <laughs> sludge, you know. And then I bust. Like bust the door open and I just fall back on my back and um, it just starts splattering all over me. Um, it, it didn't smell bad. I had to act like it smelled bad. I wish it did. Well, no, I don't wish it. <laughs> no, did. you don't. Uh, I, 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 um, but it was great. We uh, we actually we only did it twice and um, uh, you got lucky on that one. Then. It, yeah. But they did shoot it with several they, different cameras. They Although clean, I believe we only used one angle. We but used they got it with. We used uh, John Dahl cameras. got us wonderful coverage, a lot of different angles, and I and I tell you, all we used is one angle looking straight down. I need we just hold on Vince for the entire and Sam, length. 
Vince and Sam Catlin sat in there while uh, we were doing the producer's cut of this episode, and every single time they would just bust out laughing. I would laughing. just laugh it, our asses off. It was up. not, you know, there was no stopping them. They just, every single time. Well, you know what it is, and, and you could, and it was, and it would have been a perfectly valid way of cutting it, cut up into pieces, you know, this angle, and then the high angle, and then the close angle, and this angle. It's just funnier to me if it's just one angle. Yeah, and you really it without any cutaway. So what it is, is just that one angle. Yeah. And you're so funny because you look like you are about to wretch. Yeah. And then you're like, what the f***? One of your shoes isn't on, so your sock is just in there. I wish we could see that better. I I can never, you had to point that out to me. I I never actually noticed that he's only got the one shoe. Yeah. And then that, that, I love the shot that John Dahl got of sort of a long shot where Jesse is lurching toward the RV. Yes. Dripping. Uh, Dripping. uh, (laughs) How we got it really dripping, um, Jackie from our lovely uh, costume department we're just trying to figure a way, like, how can we get it, you know, just soak me up more. But Jackie's like, well, let's just put some plastic bags, pin them on them with safety pins, fill, fill it up with all this blue liquid. Ah. And then right right when they say action, let's just poke it with a bunch of little small holes. She should be in the special effects department. <laughs> exactly. that, that's a real smart way to do it. Yeah, awesome. so she said that, and so they, that's, how, that's how it happened. You know, so. you know you're saying, you got to tell us, you said the blue stuff never washed off either. I mean, it's like, it's, uh, it's still on there. It, 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 look, see, I told you. Um, no, the the blue wow. liquid would not come off. I mean, that blue liquid was different than the stuff that they would just dress my hand in, you know, or my clothes in, because it's different, completely different stuff. But the stuff that you know, the post porta potty accident, you know, the, like the next day, like when I uh, when Jesse shows up at you know Walt's house, yeah, he's totally blue, you know, absolutely just crazy blue. And but that, that was stuff that was would, different stuff. Yeah, it's completely different, and it would not. Wash off her life. Mate. I mean, Jesus. I would be scrubbing so hard. It was, you know, my, Did I, you ever try uh, cold cream? We tried everything. Yeah. And then finally, finally, uh, the last two days with the blue, finally they found this different stuff we used. And it washed off like it was nothing. And I'm like, well, I wish I had this. It was, uh, it was called water. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're supposed to go like soap and water. It was called soap. I was just like willing it away. I'm like, go, get off my hand. Well, here's the thing. In the script, the thing about the toilet, which is a good story. The oh, thing, this is great. Yes, the thing about the toilet is in the first script, it was a German shepherd, a, a junkyard dog. Jesse climbs the fence, and he climbs down on the other side of the fence, and he's walking toward his RV because he needs a place to sleep, and all of a sudden, and a dog comes, and he runs for it, and the dog grabs his pant leg and tears his pant leg off, and he gets inside, and then the dog is circling the RV all night long, keeping him hostage, <laughs> essentially. This yeah. was in the script. Early version of the, the script. Because yeah, I remember when I first read the script, this is what yeah. what it was, and then it got changed. And it got changed because, uh, and again, this is I love stories like this. Happy accident. Happy yeah. accident. And the accident was not so much of an accident, just an economic reality. <laughs> but uh, Stu and Karen, our producers, uh, looked at us and said, "You realize this is going to be insanely expensive." And I said, "What do you mean?" Well, there's no dogs trained this well in uh, New Mexico, Arizona. Well, we've got to fly a trainer in from Southern California. He's got to train the dog to do exactly what you need him to do. It still may or may not work, and it's going to cost about $25,000. And we're like, oh, damn. And we're, we're standing with John Dahl. Excuse me, Sam Catlin and I are standing at the location during daylight hours as we're scouting it. This is not when we're shooting. This is a week before. 
and we're looking all around. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? We got to do something cheaper. And the, the truth is, you know, we thought the dog thing was fun. Looking back on it, everyone's done a junkyard dog scene. Yeah, I've I seen mean, that a hundred times. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. I don't know why we were thinking that was chopper sick balls. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> But uh, and so Crow was there as well, right? Well, here, yes, and yeah. good, yeah. Thank you for reminding me. Crow, our rigging grip, uh, we're, we're there, and I'm looking around, and Sam's looking around, and we see all these uh, porta potties across the street, and you can see them in uh, various shots, various angles, literally probably a thousand porta johns yeah. in the in oh, the, yeah, they're right in the right, field yeah, across, across the, street. the street, and it's just a place where they store porta johns for the city of Albuquerque. Mm-hmm. So we're like. What if we had a porta john against the chain link fence and Jesse climbs up on it, then the whole thing falls over like a tree, and then all the the stuff comes out all over him, and then Crow is standing there overhearing this as Sam and I are pitching this to each other, and then uh, Crow says, "Well, how about he just falls through the roof?" Yeah. Which is even funnier, and that's what exactly what we did because the original idea was that <laughs> if the whole thing falls over like a tree. Which is harder to do because those things are balanced pretty well. And poor Jesse, it's like he gets in that RV and you just start crying and you know, oh, it just goes just, out to him. It's just so, like I said before, you know, it's literally the worst day. And of course, you know, as we call it in the ABQ, our lovely Methabago is supplied <laughs> with gas masks. And that's exactly what young poor Jesse needed because he couldn't stand the smell of his own stench. You know, it's just it's just so sad. I mean, it's funny as hell, but it's just so sad. The bog of eternal stench. <laughs> what was that from? That was from uh, Labyrinth, buddy. Oh yeah, Labyrinth. Yeah, yeah. David David Bowie. So uh, Jesse's eyes snap open, and uh, and so we have this uh, this character. I guess we saw him last last uh, episode. Yeah. Tom Kishi, who plays, if I'm pronouncing Tom's name right, a real nice uh, real nice guy. Clovis. Hey, Tom does this nice thing he was telling us about on the set because he, he knows what it is to be, uh, you know, scraping by a little bit, as most young working actors do. And he would, uh, every now and then, he'd tape a dollar bill, he told me, to an um, empty soda can. He'd put his soda cans out on the curb to be recycled, and then he'd tape an empty five or a buck or whatever. Wow. Just because he knew these were going to be picked up by folks who were having a hard time. That's cool. Mm. That's cool. That was really That's nice, nice of him. Yeah. That was cool. And, yeah, so he's got the shotgun pointed at Jesse. And it's and, really good because, you know, Aaron is not as tall as, as Tom. So well, nobody's like, as tall as Tom. Yeah, no, Tom is huge. And he just towers Tom over, massive, towers yeah, over Aaron, man. and we feel even more sorry for for poor Jesse. Yeah, yeah. Jesse's having Jesse's a really pleading, miserable couple of days. Pleading with him, pleading with him. You know, yeah. don't take my stuff. It's all I have. And then he takes it anyway. And you know, again, <laughs> we the thing of it is, what we're proud of, what Sam and I are proud of, with the I'm proud of Sam's writing in this episode is that. Uh, there's no real villain here. You know, uh, from Clovis's point of view, this is some weird meth head dude who, you know, he felt kind of roped into business with in the first place because yeah, of his cousin Badger. So he's just scraping by himself. It's not like he's an evil villain here. So uh, Jesse climbs that fence and takes that RV and yeah. goes crashing through that fence. And one of the prettiest shots, although unfortunately because it's a stunt shot, we don't get to show it for very long. But when I saw it, I was just so taken with it, with the shot that John Dahl did of uh, from inside the office yeah. as the RV comes flying yeah. past in the, in the, the windows. It's, yeah. It was awesome. I was like, oh my God, this is gorgeous. The light was gorgeous. The sun coming through there, through the blinds. Yeah. Yeah, was that was Al Goda behind, behind the... Uh, oh, that was Al right. driving? Yeah. That was Al's Al. a good... Coming, crashing good. through that fence. Yeah, he came crashing through that fence <laughs> in the full-on Jesse no, attire. No, no, but you know what was really cool about that, too, is the way that he handled that RV, because that RV came shooting out of there and then made two turns. I yeah. hate driving it. Yeah, I yeah. Tell you. So what's that like? I've never actually driven that thing. What's it like to drive? It is well. First of all, you know, as we all know, like uh, Albuquerque gets extremely windy, 
and this RV is massive, and uh, I've, I've had the pleasure of driving that thing, you know, a handful of times, and uh, it becomes so rocky, and you think it's like gonna tip over, and I've, I had a horrible experience in the first season where I had to drive it down this like little hill, <laughs> speeding, and they're like, yeah, do not slow down when you're going down that hill, because, you know, we could tip over, I'm like, Wait, now, wait, wait, are you sure you want me driving this? We have uh, a camera in the back shooting towards the back of the RV when Badger is running. Right. Oh, yeah, 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 the, right. Uh, oh, yeah, the right. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was my episode. And then uh, we have um, B camera shooting at me driving, and I am flying, and you just hear everybody in the back of the RV slam against one side. <laughs> I mean, I thought the RV was going to tip over. And everyone's just like, okay, slow down, slow down. And I'm trying to slow down. And they're like, no, 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 not, not that fast, not that fast. Because the RV is so heavy. Jesus. And uh, <laughs> I, I thought it was going to kill everybody. Um, camera had slammed into our director's face. Like, got, gave her a slight black eye. I'm like, oh, oh Trish. Trish, yeah. yes. Yes. Ooh, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. That's a bummer. That was, uh, that no, was last she was, year on episode was, 104. Yeah, oh, she, she was a trooper. Yeah, yeah, she's a trooper. She was trying to keep it really all to herself. But, you know, yeah, she she's, wanted she's to make tough. Yeah, she's great. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, you know, last thing I wanted to touch on was, well, actually, no, two things. Uh, this argument with Skylar and Walt. Skylar just finally blows up at Walt. Right, yeah. And Anna Gunn, boy, it's really, you know, kind of unfortunate because we don't get to really see her side of the story as much. She really, really was excellent in this scene. Yeah. John, John did such yeah. a great, great job. Oh, yeah, and very good scene. Boy, you know, uh, Walt is, like, pleading for his... I guess, home life. Yeah, she's essentially saying, look, it's really simple. Just tell me what the hell is going on. Exactly. And, and again, like, what, what? Yeah. What do you want me to, you know? Yeah. What do you want me to say? Yeah, I, 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 when I first got that thing, I was like, that's his godfather moment. You know, yeah. basically when he's like, what is it? You know, what is it? I, mean, yeah. I was like, oh my God. And she just storms out again. Yeah, storms out again. Done. And then he comes out saying, you know, we're not, we're not done talking. Yeah, and she's like, yes, we are. Talk to the hand. And then, you know. (laughs) And then uh, there's Jesse with the RV. Jesse with the RV parked on Walt Street. That was like the worst That was a a fun one for when we writers came up with that. I was like, (laughs) we got to have worlds collide here. We got to have Jesse in the RV parked in front of Walt's house. And then you guys have this great fight. Yeah. He just pushes you and pushes you and pushes you. You know, as we were talking about earlier, just Jesse, the last, you know, the day before, he just got being pushed down and pushed down, pushed down, pushed down. Like, his friends aren't there for him. He lost his house. Someone stole his bike. Yeah, yeah. yeah. motorcycle gets stolen. <laughs> motorcycle gets stolen. Are you kidding? Like, unbelievable. And then, then he gets covered in blue shit, yeah. you know, yeah. and starts crying in a gas mask. Yeah. And, you know, Junker, like, okay. Um, so he shows up, and he can't he can't take it anymore, you know? Yeah. And I love how you just slam Brian up against the side of that RV. And that was just you guys. That, that was, was not that was Yeah, not that was just stunning. us. Yeah. That was you guys. That was great. Really well done. Really violent and, and surprising. And uh, we guys all padded up, or how'd you do that? Uh, we had some uh, some knee pads. And, yeah, we definitely were padded up. But... Hey, before I forget, I need to ask you about that your tattoos. Are those real? So, you know, what's the deal with the makeup and your tattoos, Aaron? Yeah, uh, I don't have a single tattoo like in real life. I have three tattoos. Some of them weren't as visible um, as they are like later in later episodes. But uh, yeah, it's a, it's a pretty quick process because you rarely see the ones you know on like my my chest or my back. You barely see the one on my hand. It kind of just peeks through my sleeve right. sometimes. But usually that tattoo will last 
Sometimes it lasts all week. Okay, oh, so okay. You, do, you don't put them on every day. I don't have to put them all in. They have to do touch-ups every day. Definitely touch-ups every day. But sometimes it's just too bad. They have to wash it off, clean off the alcohol, and then reapply it. Interesting. Yeah. Well, How long does it take to put one on from scratch? Uh, from from scratch, it takes about uh, 25 minutes, 30 minutes. No, that's not too it's not, bad. No, it's not too bad because you put it on. It's just like a basic... One of those tattoos you would get like in like Cracker Jacks, you know, you put on your skin, right. put water on it, yeah, and yeah. peel it off, but much more like high class. <laughs> they do that and then they peel it off and they start applying makeup on it so it looks like it's literally underneath the skin. I got it. Right. Just on top. Now, if you, you know, it seems to me, if you really believed in the show, you'd go ahead and get the real thing. It's just, you know, well, you know, I mentioned that. <laughs> I you really I thought am. we had a future here together. <laughs> oh, know. we have a future, guys. Oh, we have a future. <laughs> That's interesting. So much stuff is always amazes me. All the work we have the, the, behind the, the camera. Best, yeah. It's a great crew. The best crew. I mean, from top to bottom. And yeah. to have a showrunner like Vince, it's, honestly, it's unnatural. It's completely unfair to have uh, a guy like this running the whole. Okay. But no, no. If you have someone that's just showrunner and they're a complete, out of control, like dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone else, it, it, it bleeds on to everybody else, and it becomes That's a like, Hollywood term. Yeah, exactly. It is a Hollywood term. It is. No, but it, thank definitely, you. it oh, starts. Thank you. It starts here from the top down, and you know, it's yeah. it, it. It starts from you. It stems from you, and um, you know, and all right. we all we all love being here. I know I can speak for for everybody here. That we, we all love being here, and we thank all... you guys. You make it an awful lot of fun. Best best job I've ever had. So thank you, and I've had, I've been lucky to have some good ones. So. We should wrap this up, but yeah. I just want to take a minute and uh, just say thank you to everybody out there who is listening to our podcast. If uh, you can uh, mention it to other people who watch the show. And we're really, really thankful for you guys taking the time. And I just wanted to take a, a moment to say thank you to, I guess there's a fan podcast, our first fan podcast. It actually started being done last year uh, so for our first uh, <laughs> our first season. It's called Behind the Cutting Edge, the Breaking Bad Edition. And I just want to give a shout out to Bill and Trent and Mike on the mic in Canada. Yeah. For, uh, in Canada? For, I thought they were in uh, Alabama. Uh, yeah, but apparently uh, Mike has had to move to Canada for a job or something. Oh, okay. So, uh, but they do this podcast. So that's, and, uh, that's, that's why it's called Mike on the Mic? Yeah, this, I think it's a new thing. I, I just great. started listening and, and uh, to the second season, and they're talking about Mike on the mic. So that's cool. Um, thank you guys for listening to us, and also for pimping our our little podcast on your show. We definitely will keep listening to your show, and to everybody else out there, let is, your friends know. Keep watching. Is pimp a good thing or a bad thing? I can't keep up with all the kid talk. Aaron, oh, it's, it's a good thing. It's a good pimping thing. Right. Out. Thank pimping you for out. thank you for the pimping, gentlemen. <laughs> thank you very much, and we will reconvene on episode two hundred five, which is called Breakage. So, um, this episode again was uh, episode two hundred four called Down. It was written by Sam Catlin and directed by John Dahl. Yes. Uh, so, thank you, Aaron, for stopping by. Yeah, of thanks, course. man. Thank you. Of course, thank of you, Vince. Uh, of course, thank You're you. Very welcome. And uh, let's go break bad.